This is Tira. Tira Brooke. We're back for another episode of Tee It Up, and it's as always brought to you by Pro Skate Corner, which is located in Toronto, Ontario. And they take care of all your skates, needs, sharpenings, equipment, whatever you need. Jeff Potter, he'll take care of you over there at Pro Skate Corner. So check him out. But we're back, Brooke, and uh, this is going to be our, our last episode of the season. We're going to take a little break after this. Uh, but before we get kick, get going here, how are you doing? What's new? Doing all right, Linz. Uh, like you said, we're, we're going to finish up season one here with this episode, but um, no, things have been good. Obviously, you know, a little difficult having to watch the NWHL resume while we were participating, but it was still great to see the hockey on TV and it was really exciting to watch those productions. So if anything else, you know, selfishly wish we could be there, but again, for the whole sport, it was just incredible to watch. So that was great. Um, that concluding up last weekend. And uh, it was really fun to watch the um, NCAA tournament too, which was incredible. We talked about it um, with the roommates a little bit, but it, that was great hockey to watch too. And just, I think every year, more and more people are talking about it more and more people are, you know, exposed to it. So that's been great. And, you know, the evolution is just incredible. So past couple of weeks, been a viewer more than anything else, but um, learned a lot, saw a lot of good hockey and uh, really excited for the next steps for our game. So, and obviously you were in Boston. Tell us, how was that? How has everything been since, uh, since we last chatted? Yeah. Yeah. It shipped it out to Boston, uh, got ship pumped and, uh, came home. <laughs> Not as bad as Connecticut. That's yeah. yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, uh, it was a grind. We, uh, we, we drove down there on the Wednesday practice on Thursday and then got right down to business on Friday for, for game time. And, um it was a tough game I mean Boston came to play they've been sitting there waiting for us and uh and they showed up and you know like it, it's uh we were missing a couple of our, our strong players which sucked but uh it's the reality of it with the stop and start of the season and the the whole quarantine stuff but uh you know they were ready for us and then they they took it to us I, they really honestly they just capitalized on all of our mistakes I know I personally had defensive lapses to say the least and uh and they went down and scored so uh but that's pro hockey right that's what happens you can't make mistakes because the players are good and they're gonna they're gonna take advantage of that and show you up so uh props to them kudos to them it's nice to see that they went on to win it all and uh and in, in a close one against uh minnesota but kudos to them they've been on a, on quite the tear eh? been pretty cool to see them at Bruins games and Celtics game. Yep, I know. And rumor has it they might be going to the uh, Red Sox this weekend too. So making their rounds in Boston, which is awesome. But obviously jealous being from the New England area, but uh, very, very happy for all them. Um, that was a matchup that, you know, a lot of people between last year and this year were talking about. Like this game should have happened a year ago. Circumstances were very different. The teams were very different we had already played a couple games before coming in here. So um, it's hard to compare that game as to what it would have been last year. But regardless, like you said, you know, the preparation was completely different and um, you know, it's, it's great that we actually got to finish it 
to be honest. I think that the whole league can speak for that. So, um, yeah, that's that was the big moral for that. So, question for you: Do we put yes. an asterisk on this season? Would I? Yeah, a hundred thousand percent. So well, you know, it's not not a real season. It is, but it isn't. It is what it, it is, and it isn't. I think it's hard. I would definitely put an asterisk, but I would have put it on every single league, not just us. I think. So I'm sure you saw what happened like in the men's tournament, men's NCAA, I think at least two or three teams had to drop out for COVID reasons that had already made that tournament, you know, so there's that. Um, There's our season, obviously. Um, I don't know if there was anything with the NCAA women's, but I know that the rankings throughout the season, you know, like if I was on Penn State, I would be a little bit disappointed. They rank in the top top 10, theoretically. Don't make the tournament. But at the same time, would they have been a top 10 team if, say, like Princeton and Cornell were there? You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to say. So, same with Minnesota. Uh, I think, they didn't make the tournament. I know. I know. Exactly. Yeah. Same sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. So, strength of schedule definitely wasn't as elite for a lot of these teams. So, there's a lot of considerations to take into it. But, mm-hmm. yes, I would say – it's a great season to finish and I'm really happy that we were able to finish it, but asterisks all around. Yeah. <laughs> Again, bias opinion, as I say though. <laughs> Honestly, I'm with you. It wasn't a no- normal season. It was far from normal and everything we know to be normal. And honestly, I was, just, I was just saying, like, you know, I'm so happy it all got to the finish and we got to declare a winner and a champion and all that. But, you know, like, think about, think about this whole year, Brooke. Like, think about, I know personally, the amount of times I have been in and out of shape. Oh, my God. My body, <laughs> my body is just like, what's going on? This Bad. is crazy. I've had, like, three off seasons in one year. Like, yeah, because you get in shape. So all summer I train, like I'm about to start my season at the end of September. And then, you know, we get told, okay, we're not going to have a season no earlier than January, but we don't know, you know, how that season's even going to look. I'm like, there's no way we have a season. Then we get told there's a bubble season and like it all throughout this, I'm trying to stay in shape. I am like practicing and staying in shape, but like, it's just not the same as like, if you were actually full blown going right. And knowing what to train for and, and all that. So then we get get super ready for the bubble. Bubble comes, gets cut short, get home, go home. I'm sick with COVID and I'm in quarantine for two weeks. So I'm getting out of shape, out of <laughs> shape. Then we're like, all right, we got to get back into shape. We're playing and we only have one game. We don't have any warm-up games this time. So then I'm like trying to get back into shape. It's just, you know, it's been a really mentally and physically tough year and I'm I'm happy you know, as, as great as it's been, like there's been so, it's been a roller coaster. There's been so many highs, a couple of lows, but like, I'm happy it's all said and done and we can start fresh and do it again next year. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think that's part of what you're saying is that right now we don't even know what's happening with season seven. Cause theoretically about this time, there would be talk of the draft, like who's graduating college, who's going to be in the draft, like who like what the order is going to be and all this stuff, you know, and, and then when the season hypothetically would start, because we're already a month behind now. Cause I think last year when we lost Minnesota, it was March 8th, I believe. Cause I started work March 9th. That was my first day of work the day after we lost, it was miserable, oh my God. but, but it was fun and it was great, but we're in, it's April 1st now. 
like we don't know anything that's going on so that's the toughest part and i think like you were saying a lot of highs a lot of lows um i think personally for me the high like we have just talked about is being able to finish it off because last year there were a lot of things that were left unknown you know we come into the season we do the draft we get that taken care of we have a potential season start get shut down so that was a pattern. And then we had the adversity piece of, like you said, in and out of shape, you know, being told we're going to play, we're not going to play, we're going to have a bubble, we're not playing at all. Like, it's just, it's crazy. So um, I think that's anticipation for next year is so much higher because we don't know what's going to happen, but we know it's going to, we don't know what capacity or whatever, but, you know, I, I think everyone can agree, personally speaking, as a Riv, we don't want to do a bubble again, but you know, that is, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, we saw what happened and we did our best and the nature of it is, you know, it happened. We all got COVID. So, uh, and unfortunately our team wasn't able to compete, which was disappointing. But again, like we talked about, it's the bigger picture and, you know, now there's talk of a potential, another team joining us. So that's a, you know, that's a great positive, but how's it going to look with seven teams now, you know, like again, the draft, travel all that now we're gonna have two teams in Canada possibly like you know it's logistics yeah, it's, is insane <laughs> well that's just it too like like I do not want to do another bubble oh, uh no. you know I had it was so much fun while it lasted and everything and it was a great experience but it's like I didn't even realize but like Quinn and I Megan Quinn one of my teammates she goes um She's like, I turned on my uh, dehumidifier and we all got dehumidifiers, or not dehumidifiers. Uh, what are those things that smell? The essence things, the steam. Oh, 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 air purifier? No. Uh, no. They smell I know like, what you're talking about. Like aromas. Diffuser. Or, diffuser. 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 Yeah, so we all yeah. got diffusers. And like our whole hallway would smell like the diffusers because we all had them blasting while we were there. <laughs> and so she's like, I turned it on at home and she's like, I got like PTSD. Like, oh, no. Shit felt weird. Yeah. And, uh, and so she's like, and it's like, we didn't even realize that like, it was that tough, you know, and it yeah. was that hard on us. Um, when really. it we have a sweatshirt that we got like the Under Armour sweatshirt or whatever with our team that we wore for every warm up. And I worked in Islanders camp last weekend. And that's the first time I even touched it since. It's um, a nice sweater too. Like, I don't know. And like, I, I washed it a couple extra times. I'm like, I, there's bad juju in this. <laughs> like, I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Um, but so hopefully we can get that all figured out. But that's another question is like with the NCAA players, they're getting an extra year. Who's mm-hmm. going to be eligible for the draft? Like, I feel like. I know. That was a big go back thing. Yeah. That was a big topic is like, how is this draft going to work? Because you all these kids are granted that extra year. And I'm sure a lot of them still don't even know if they're going to take it. They want to, do they not want to like do how, what's the time frame on that? You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's insane because yeah, like you said, typically all the kids graduating are eligible for the draft. And that's when, you know, teams and GMs and stuff start reaching out. And it's like, who, who is sticking around who's not like yeah yeah i know it'll be interesting to see but um another like massive win for the nwhl this year was viewership was up 140 percent, and that's according i should i should give them a shout out that's according to shot clock underscore media on instagram 
um, they posted something today with some crazy stats about women's viewership and NWHL's viewership was up 140%. So yeah. let's go. And we made national television for the first time ever. Amazing. Yeah. Um, this is another cool one. Participation in March Madness women's bracket was up 103%. That's cool. That is awesome. That's not just watching. Like, that's cool. That's why I think we need to get, like, gambling involved in women's hockey. I think there – maybe there's not for women's hockey, but I think there there is for women's sports. I know that because I've seen that. But I don't know if it's specific to our league, but whatever. It doesn't matter. That's a genius, genius investment opportunity. Sport, get some women's sports betting. Get us on the pro line. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yes. We'll do that. The over-unders, like the spread. I don't know how any of that works, but I know the terms and I know that it's easy enough where people can set it up. So yeah. Yeah. They awesome. bet on literally every single sport. There's no way that they can't figure it out for hockey. They have NHL that you could do it for NWHL. It's the same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's and another cool one. I think we all know this one by now, but 2020 the nwsl viewership was up 493 percent. let's go that's yeah. nuts like almost 500 percent. i like speechless honestly i was like us our, our on our second uh episode yeah <laughs> literally like, we went up a thousand percent yeah we did you guys we had a thousand percent increase in viewership we're gonna be better with metrics next time around i know we're not at that but hey we're pretty damn close <laughs> yeah someone might have been feeding us a little bit what we wanted to hear in our ear but <laughs> i'm not i shouldn't know <laughs> we're gonna take it and run with it <laughs> exactly i liked what i heard um and then and the last one i have for us nba saw 49 percent drop in viewers and and the whereas the nw and uh, w nba saw 15 percent gain so that yeah. shows people still want their basketball mm -hmm. i know i respect that obviously like as an athlete as a spectator of sports you want to see every sport do well so it is obviously discouraging to see viewership numbers in the men's side go down but at the same time it's great for the women so like you know, it's a, it's a positive, negative pro and con sort of thing. So we're getting there. You know what I mean? To get them close in equilibrium science term, you know, that's, that's the next goal, but Hey, we're getting there progress. That's all we need is literally progress. Absolutely. That's all we need. So it's been a heck of a year for the woman. We called it. it. We're, it only, we're only down to Q1. We're into Q2 now. I know, like Easy. we have talked about so many incredible women this year, like since we started, but even since, you know, we've been on our own for a while now and every episode, you know, we're, we're typing in at the last minute before we, like, before we go live, because we're like, oh my gosh, there's another, there's another thing that, you know, a phenomenal woman did. So it's, it's crazy. You know, we have GMs in baseball. Now we have referees in NFL football, which I want to, that's probably one of my personal favorites because I feel like football is like very, very male dominated. And that's a sport that I, th that's honestly probably the sport that will take the longest for any female to actually be like involved in, in terms of like players and full-time coaches and things like that. But, you know, we're starting somewhere. The, the referees are awesome. Um, there are some strength and conditioning coaches, you know, you know, on um, like the 49ers and stuff like that. So that was great. Um, NWSL, like we talked about WNBA is just incredible. So 
you know, we're here, we're making a stand for us. And, uh, you know, I think once we get back, we're going to have so much more news to talk about because we're just awesome. Ladies are doing awesome right now. (laughs) Yeah, we are ladies. I love it. There's uh, just, they're giving us, everyone's giving us so much tea to talk about and like good tea, not gossip tea, like good tea. Yeah. Like the kind that that you like to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. That's like nighttime tea. You get a nice smile on your face before you go to put your, close your eyes for the night, you know? Your nightly scotch, Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) And I haven't had a nightly scotch, aka chopped milk in a minute. Yeah. Well, I think to celebrate our conclusion of season one, you deserve a nightly scotch, aka chocolate milk. You know what? Just because you said that, I think you're right. (laughs) I'm going to have one tonight. Yeah. But on that note, this is going to be, this is the end of season one. So thank you everyone for following along with us. We're not going, we're not leaving yet, but we're, uh, we're going to take a little break. Every season has to come to an end. You know, we're, we're going to take a couple weeks, um, gather some more content, get some more interviews in the bank and uh, become back better as always. Yeah. yeah. That's our, that's our goal. You know, we're not leaving you out to dry. We're just, uh, we're working on a new marketing plan is what we'll call it for now, but we're still going to be active on social media. You know, we got plenty of stuff that we can post and we're going to engage with our, with our viewership and our fans, stuff like that. So we're not, we're not leaving you out to dry, like you said, but uh, we're going to take some time to reevaluate and uh and see where we can be better and and move on from there but yeah it's been a great season Lindsay. we got what this our 17th episode which is crazy to think like we've grown a lot we've learned a lot and we're gonna do even better in the next few weeks and months so we're excited to get back and we're gonna have lots lots and lots to talk about when we return it's not goodbye it's just see you later exactly exactly we love that well thank you so much t-dot fans we look forward to uh to chatting with you again soon and as always keep spilling it